Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 57. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and the greatest in tools and tips and technology help for your small to medium-sized business to help you become more productive, more proficient, profitable, and uh, personable. (laughs) We need another P word. We need more P's. Well, Andy, it is another week, my friend, and it is a good week over here. I hope things are going well for you. You know, someone asked me how my week's gone, and I said, I've learned a lot this week. You've learned and, a lot uh, this week. And I have learned a lot this week. And, and I say that because I had, had a bit of a situation on Monday, which we'll talk about at length. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It was a great example to live out what I heard one of my favorite pastors say once, which is life is 5% what happens to you and 95% how you react to it. Oh, I like and that. And does that sound like a cliche? Yeah, because cliches are true. <laughs> and uh, if you embrace that and you try to live that, then it can actually be the truth. And the truth is, I had some really crummy stuff happen on Monday, and I took it, and that was 5% of what happened. 95% was how I re- reacted to it. And it is literally paying off um, financially and with my business. So I, I'm, my section I'm going to talk about is about failing forward. Okay. Well, let's talk about your section. Let's get that out. Let's let's get that out here in the front because I I basically talked my head off all last week. All right, you did because I was gone. By the so. way, before we get started, uh, how's how's the wife and kids doing? Wife and kids are good. We've all had about a twenty four hour bug. So son was sick, daughter was sick, wife was sick, and then I was sick. But we're all clear. So good. thank you. I'm glad to. Hear. I literally just watched my own show while holding my sleeping daughter. So hmm. uh, you know what? That's fine with me. So. All right. Well, tell me, tell me what happened on Monday. What, set this up for me. I don't want to take the whole episode, so I'm going to try to summarize. Um, and I also want to be kind, but accurate. So let's go long story short. I'll jump through this. Uh, saw an article in New York Times about, on my iPad about join.me, a service of logmein.com, a subsidiary, which is a service I use. Uh, did a quick video review of it, of the free version. Was impressed, liked it. They saw it on Twitter, tweeted to me followed up with some emails, scheduled, and said, hey, we'll give you some wares to give out to people if you host a webinar. Sure, why not? Exposure for me. They give out the stuff. Uh, it'll be a win-win. I set up the Eventbrite, uh, which didn't cost me anything because tickets are free. I uh, ended up having 96 people um, from all around the world, literally, uh, sign up for the webinar and um, did hours and hours of prep on it, um, tested the free service, and here's a really key part a lot of people don't know about, even those who are part of the debacle, is that um, and I've, I've used the word debacle more this week than I have in my entire life. <laughs> um, but so I scheduled a meeting in the join.me pro version, which allows you to schedule a meeting. And when the meeting starts, you can send out that link and the phone number. And then when the meeting starts, you just click start. So that's the information I publicize to everyone. And there's also your custom URL for join.me, which is join.me slash Andy Traub. So I could have sent that out, but I sent out the specific link to the specific uh, 
show at that time or webinar. So when the time comes for the webinar to start, problem number one, ready, 10 minutes before it starts, I click to start that meeting and it says error, cannot start meeting. But here's the thing, Cliff, there's 40 people in that room already in there chatting, talking, but I can't start the meeting and monitor it because I can't enter it as the administrator. So I'm literally on the phone with someone from join.me and she's saying, try this, try a different browser. And it ended up being some tech glitch I never heard about and I don't even know about because it's inexcusable that it didn't work to me. So I'm sitting there with 40 people and then I have to send them all over to join.me slash Andy Traub and call in a different phone number. This is as, as it is starting. Yes. So as my thing should be starting. Now, it is a free webinar, but people's time is not free. Mm-mm. So that's, that's the argument here is I, it, it was costing someone something to be there. So they did have a right to be upset. And so um, people are trying to move over. And then we get them moved over, Cliff. And the conference call line has roughly 35 people at that point. Most people moved over. And there is no universal mute on the conference call. Mm. And the fact that one of our mutual friends was talking in the background, which I, I'll do sometimes. I'll actually screen capture a webinar and let it run in the background while I'm doing other business. But it turns out that his mic was on on his computer or phone or whatever. So you could hear him talking. So I'm literally just saying, hey, can everyone please mute? Can everyone please mute? And luckily, we knew who it was so we could instant message him. And he turned, he muted his phone. But basically, instead of me hitting one button to mute everyone, the service made me ask 35 complete strangers who took time out of their day to spend with me to mute their phone. And so it looked really unprofessional. I had to make people move rooms. And then basically, because you couldn't mute and some people never did, I just talked and talked and talked without taking a breath or as little as I could. Because when I pause, their noise would be picked up. But as long as I kept talking, then you wouldn't hear the noise of just, you know, when a phone is on, a phone line is on, you just hear a noise, right? So I go and I just talk straight for like an hour and um, I get it over with as soon as I can. And in the midst of this, because I'm walking through a lot of online tools and one of them is Gmail, in the middle of this, as I'm showing people these tools, I'm getting mail from people saying, this is, you should be embarrassed and this is a waste of my time and Andy, please help me. I'm locked out of the room and all these things. Oh yeah, and whenever anyone entered, I think the phone, it would always bing and I couldn't turn it off. So it was like ding, 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 ding. I mean, it's just this constant. So it's just all these things were, that were really not good. And the end of the day, uh, I followed it up with, I sent out an apology in the next 20 minutes via newsletter to everyone that was on my list. I promised to re-record it and put it back out uh, and make it better than it was originally, which I did, and that's already out. Um, uh, so I, I re-released that, and I added more content. And I basically just took responsibility for the part that I should have taken responsibility for, which is I should have uh, done some more testing, some more thorough testing. Um, do I think Join.me was responsible for some of the things that went wrong? Absolutely. But I'm not going to apologize for them. And I also um, am not going to focus on all the things they did wrong. I just took responsibility for what I did, sent out apologies, and I've gotten a ton of affirmation, encouragement. And frankly, I got some business out of it. Some people said, we understand that wasn't your fault, and I'm impressed with what you do, so let's talk about how you can help my business. And so um, I've actually gotten some business out of it. And here's a, here's a really funny one. You'll appreciate this, Cliff. In my apology uh, e-newsletter, I had a, a link to a, a resource that I'm an affiliate for, 31 Days to Build a Better Blog, which is a great resource, I think, put out by ProBlogger. And so on my apology letter, I made $20. Nice. 
and I, it, that's not why I sent it out, but it was just built into my template. Yeah. So I thought it was funny that I was like, hey, some people, you know, were reading my apology letter and clicked on the link and purchased that, which is great. So it, it just did not go well at all. And I ended up spending three times as much time as I should have on the whole process because I should have been done and then produced it. But then I had to redo it and add slides. And um, so join.me as a free service with just one person or two people for a very quick screen share. I would use the free service because it's it's it takes so little time um, for a very non-technical person. I would actually still use it, but I would not use their pro service for any reason, shape, or form. It's just not. Yeah, there's just everything that it's supposed to do. It doesn't do really any of those things well over the free version. Uh, now, I should say to to end the story, I feel like I got an I did get an apology from Join Not Me from the person I was working with. And I appreciated that, but I still don't think that they understood the, and I'm not trying to be pompous here, but I don't think they understood how it affected my brand. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think, it, you know, and I got a really nasty email from one guy and I wrote him back and tried to kind of kill him with kindness because he took sort of a personal shot at me. Um, and, and I ignored that and I just said, I'm sorry for what happened. And he wrote back and apologized to me, which was really nice. He said, you know, that was out of hand and I apologize. Um, it, but I, it, I, you know, they gave me a free year of service to the join.me plus version. That doesn't help me. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah, at all. I, I wouldn't use it. Um, I'm, I'm not asking for an iPad or yada. I'm not, but I guess what I was looking for is more of an acknowledgement of, um, I am sincerely personally sorry, not join.me, but I am sorry that I set this up with you and that there are gaps in our service. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, and I never heard that. You know, I, hey, we're working on these things, and we're glad that we could did it. I mean, it's like, thank you for taking one in the eye. <laughs> you know, that, that's essentially what I got out of it, um, and not, hey, we're sorry it happened to you, and that was embarrassing because that's the bottom line, Cliff. I mean, I don't, I felt an emotion that I haven't felt in a long time, which was just I was flat out embarrassed. Yeah, and that is a horrible feeling to feel. Now, I, again, to clarify and to close. I have more fo more emails that I've added to my affirmation folder because I have one when people say nice things about me. I've probably 15 emails this week of people affirming and said I still got a value out of it. People saying thank you for over delivering by, you know, producing a new product and sending it to us right away and having good communication and being a man about it and not trash and join me and you know all those things that I could have done. But uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot this week, and um, you know for that I'm grateful. You know, it, it, that's exactly it. And, and Andy, I want to tell you, um, you know, I'm I'm five years into doing what I'm doing, uh, and three years doing it full time as my career, and and I've been in in your shoes. I mean, not obviously not that same exact thing, but man, I, I've I've certainly had some things where I've just been flat out embarrassed and. And, uh, you know, there, there've been long blog posts apologizing for something <laughs> I've either did or said or something yeah. of that nature. And I will tell you what, I, I love the approach and the, and the perspective you have on it. And, and for those who are out there listening, I think anybody who has a business or a brand online, this is the approach to take it. You, you have to be personable. You have to be relational and, and you have to just say sometimes, you know, Hey, I am not perfect. And I did, I, this did not go well. And I apologize yeah. for 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 the way that this, this has impacted you, and and uh, and you move forward and you learn from it. Um, and and the, here's the other thing is is that you know all these you know you could actually go and spend 
$10,000 a year and, and join an MPA, MBA program or whatever all that stuff is. <laughs> you know, but what you learned right there, oh, yeah. They, yeah. You, don't, you cannot get a course in what happened to you this week. There is no six-week course or eight-week no. course or 14-week course where you can study and have a final exam to, to learn what you learned this week. Yeah. Well, it really reminds me of, um, well, let me, let me back up. Cliff, thank you for saying that. Just as a friend and fellow business owner, thanks for saying that. Um, but let me say my point, which was that uh, episode five, I think, of my Lynchman podcast, I talked with uh, four or five of Al Pinapali, who was part of Seth Godin's, um six-month MBA program. And he talked about how he's failed. He has had five failures in like 18 months. And he was so excited about that because he had learned so much from each one. Now, he didn't set out to fail, but his whole thing is you got to fail quickly. You know, don't, don't get too deep into it financially or time-wise. And, um, you know, that, that's obviously not his goal, but I, I took that with me and I carry that with me about the fact that we all are imperfect people. And as, as long as you could admit that and move on and improve, and, I, and this all sounds very cliched and what is this doing on business tech weekly? Well, it's because this is about business. And I asked Al, you know, about what he learned in his traditional, because he's a traditional MBA. He has an MBA from like NYU or something. And I said, would you do it again? He said, probably not. You know, I probably wouldn't spend all that money on that because obviously he got to learn under Seth Godin. But he said, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route because I think you can just learn a lot more sort of out in the fire. <laughs> and and at the end of the day is I really feel like, um, I really feel like it ended up helping my brand more than it hurt it. It hurt it. Yeah. Um, and people understood, as someone just mentioned in the chat, that I was part of testing a service. Um, and, and I really tried to spin it in a positive way. Hey, join me. He's trying to get better. And uh, But still, that's <laughs> it's like, um, I understand like testing it as in, hey, that, that chat is a little slow or something. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> we, have no having, ab- we have no ability to mute your 97 <laughs> people on the telephone. That's uh, not testing a service ready well, for prime time. No, it's 200. I love the screenshot. I'm like four seconds behind and I see my, I mean, it's, there's 250 people you could have on there, Cliff. That's there. <laughs> 250 people without a mute button. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, let's all run to the bathroom. Oh yeah, we got two urinals, and it's a convention of four thousand people. You yeah. know, you think there's going to be guys peeing in the bushes? Yeah, you're asking for problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, uh, I don't know why God gives me these analogies. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mental picture there just was not good. <laughs> I just came from a marriage conference, and you know, it's guys waiting in line for the bathroom is just not a good picture. You know, it's yeah. not equipped. You know. And, 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 and I sincerely hope they get it figured out. I wish them well. They're human beings. They're people. They're trying to run a business. I want them to do a good job. But, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just... Uh, you know, yeah, the, I, the thing is, people ask me, because <laughs> I, 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 I'll tell people, you know, hey, I'm doing this webinar and, and stuff like that. And, and people say, you know, hey, have you ever tried this? And did you know Dim Dim is free? And did you know you could do Yugma for only $9 a month? And did you know you could do this? And do, why do you pay $99 a month for this? Or why do you pay $49? It's like, because it works one. Well, let me tell you about a story named guy named me. Well, let oh. me. Let, it, <laughs> no, is is because it works ten out of every ten times that I try to do a webinar. Oh yeah. You know, and and it's like there comes there comes a point in time. It's like you know what? I don't mind paying for some a service that is tested and true and stuff like that. And 
And and the biggest thing is is that, you know, I mean, last week I did a webinar, I made $2,500 in one webinar and yeah. that cost me 99 or and let, let's see, wait a second. I've in the so within the nine within the 30 days of this month, I right. will have done two webinars, made more than $3,500, actually $4,000. Right. I've made $4,000 in income from webinars alone, and I paid $99. Yeah, and the reality, Cliff, is you were already paying 49 Yeah. For just having the service with your normal client. So really, as I look at my business, you know, I look at getting different services, and I go, okay, um, like I'm switching some accounting and online stuff, and I was paying 10 bucks for something else, I'm going to pay 20 for something else. And I look at my bottom line, and I don't really look at it as a $20 expense. I look at it as a $10 expense because now it works, <laughs> you know? So it's like upgrading your seats. You know, is it worth the extra money to get 20 rows closer? Yeah, yeah it is. You know, you were going to spend it anyway. So it, it's about putting your money in the right place. And the last thing I want to share about the story, and we can move on to business tech stuff, but is that uh, I, I sent out a tweet about it, and, and there was just some conversation going on about it on Twitter. Again, I wasn't trashing Join Me, uh, even though I had some things I could trash him about, but I wasn't being harsh on them, whatever. But someone at Citrix, which is the parent company of GoToMeeting yeah. and GoToWebinar, uh, called me. They got my phone number. Yeah, um, It's out there somewhere, I'm sure, on contact for AndyTribe.com or something. Calls me and says, hey, this is Aaron from uh, Citrix. We make GoToWebinar, GoToMeeting. Would love, saw you had some issues today with one of our competitors. Didn't even name them. Sorry, I had some issues with one of your competitors. Would love to see how I can help you and your business grow. And I'm like, dude, that's good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good stuff. That didn't tweet me, didn't fa- just called me. Yeah. I mean, here's my direct number. And you guess what? I'm talking to him and I'm going to see about using his service. I'm not going to host a free webinar using it because I'm, you know, <laughs> I tried that game. But, you know, as using that moving forward, it's like, uh, yeah, I'll check that out. So, anyway, that's yeah. the story. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. It, no, I'm, I'm glad you shared. It's still hard to talk about, honestly, because it's still embarrassing. But I can just tell you, I, I am getting, and not just the affiliate links, but I am, I have some people that I'm talking with right now that are very much saying, you know, based on the way you've handled this, and I don't say this to say, oh, way to go, Andy. Uh, but I say this because even when you fail, people can be impressed by how you handle that failure. Because guess what? You're going to screw up. Yes. Period. Your name is not Jesus. You were not born in Nazareth. You are going to screw up. Yeah. Okay. So Bethlehem, sorry, it's from Nazareth. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to go read John again. All right. So, so yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, you've, you've given, I think, a, a lot of valuable insight into the way to handle a situation when, when things don't go the, the way that they should have gone. Thanks, Cliff. I, I you really, were very gracious about it because I know that you could have said, hey, Andy, uh, being your friend in business and all, hey, dummy, why don't you do some more testing and, you know, da, 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 da. No, but no. you were cool about it. I know you. it's not something you would say, but you could have said it and you would have been right. <laughs> no, but, so. but see, the thing is, is, is you already knew after when you were sitting there, you already knew. You didn't yeah. need me to tell you. Nor all those people that emailed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you, are you serious? That didn't go well? Really? Because you could hear me sweating. That's yeah. how much I was sweating. I, I I was in prayer for you when I when I first saw that there was no mute button. And uh, so <laughs> one one guy said to me, "Yeah, I was wondering how you're going to handle that because I knew they didn't have a mute button." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, 
Yeah, I was wondering how you're going to get away from the shark because I knew we had a shark cage, but uh, I knew you didn't bring it with you. <laughs> Help a brother out, but oh well. Oh I, goodness! I forget it. It was memorable. Thanks for walking with me on that, everybody. Yeah. Hey, it's just a- in case there are people out there that are still too cheap to sign up for go to webinar um, or go to meeting. Uh, you can use join.me and simply use freeconferencecalling.com or freeconferencecall.com or talkshoe.com yeah. or, or a number of other places. Basically, instead of giving people the phone number to join.me, you could actually use join.me to do the screen share, which, by the way, did work pretty well. Um, yeah, that part's fine, but there's, uh, there's still other things. You can't do dual monitors, yeah. so all the dialogue. So I was doing ScreenFlow, Cliff. Yeah, this goes into what you talked about with digital products. I was using ScreenFlow to capture the screen, so it's going to get the join.me dialogue. I, I couldn't have the join.me. I'm going to call it join me because it's too much of a mouthful. I couldn't use the join me chat and have it open because it would take up too much of my screen. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, because I couldn't use I couldn't move the join me dialogue to my second monitor. Oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it yeah, and it's again if it was the first time and some other things worked, but. You know, the other thing is the tech reached out to me. One of their high tech level people, whatever, said, no, I, submit, no, I know I had some issues. Can we, can you tell me what happened so we can, or can we meet up and talk about what happened? And I was like, <laughs> no, we can't. You know, it's like, hey, this uh, tragic accident scene, can you go stand at the corner, you know, where, where that happened and just kind of walk it through with me again? <laughs> no, I'm never going to go down that street again. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, goodness. Well, hey, I have uh, some different things that have been going on. Now, please, you and I have... Please talk about anything else, please. Well, here's, here's the thing. Um, you know, I told you a couple weeks ago that I was looking at different options for accepting credit card payments. You know, I've been doing business now for, um, you know, several years and, and have never had really lost any significant amount of business as a result of not being able to take credit card payments. Um, and there was one person that was referred to me by a very, very good and loyal client of mine, and this particular person wanted to buy uh, um, some equipment from me. So I sent him a PayPal invoice, and he says, no, I don't do PayPal, and I'll just pay you by credit card, and and uh, I called him, and I said, you know, I, d- I don't do credit card, but if you want, I could take a check by phone, and he, he got really offended by the check by phone thing. And, and basically, I ended up losing that piece of a bit of business. And, and yeah. I was offended by him being offended. And <laughs> and so I'm like, the, no, the thing is, is though, I mean, I've, I've worked with literally, in a, and I'm talking about in the high number of hundreds of clients. So, I mean, this is, but still, to, to have one client interaction not go so well, yeah. that still bothers me. And, oh, yeah, yeah, those hang out there. And so, uh, you know, and then, of course, there was a, another client of mine who wanted to buy, and I'm talking uh, like $3,000 worth of equipment. And uh, the thing is, is that he, this, he, he is, he actually has a client who needs the equipment. And my client is setting him up with all of this stuff, right? Yeah. And so his client wants to pay. So I sent, I, not knowing this ahead of time, I, I basically thought this was for him and for one of his branches, but it turns out it was for his client. So I sent him the invoice via PayPal and he's like, he's like, I'm going to have, you know, my assistant contact you and she'll call you to make the payment by phone. And I'm like, but wait a second, I don't take credit card payments. So do you want me to send the invoice over there? And so I sent the, it's like, wait, a, it's like, and then all of a sudden I realized it's like, wait a second, he's wanting his client to pay me by credit card for this order and I don't have the ability to take credit cards. So mm-hmm. I I talked to my good friend Pat Flynn 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, I said, you know, we like Pat Flynn. Yep. And uh, anyway, Pat tells me he's using um, this thing called Web uh, PayPal Website Payments Pro. Uh, which is a, it's a thirty dollar a month flat fee. There are no minimum charges. There's no transaction. You know, blah blah blah. It's just a flat thirty dollar a month fee. And um, now you still have your transaction. You know, your percentage, your your whatever you call that. The uh, mm-hmm. you know the transact the two point yeah. nine to three point five percent or whatever on right. credit cards. But anyway, but but there's no daily transaction fees. There's no minimum balances and all that other jazz that goes along with merchant accounts. And Cliff, let me let me jump in real quick because a lot of people don't know because they haven't gone this deep into this. Is they don't one that there's different percentages they'll take off of. You know, if you spend a dollar, sometimes it's like fifty cents for each transaction, and then they take a certain percentage, right? Yes. A lot of people don't know when you have a merchant account, those can get very expensive. And you're talking about it like it's a good deal. And I guess I want to just bring some perspective that I know people that it ends up costing more than a hundred dollars a month to just simply have an account. Just to no have trans- an account. Yeah, no, no transactions or anything like that. And then you got to take, you know, it's fifty cents every time you use it, even if it's a refund. I mean, it's just th- th- that that industry. I won't say it's corrupt, but it can be very expensive. <laughs> it's very dicey. So to find something that is more simplistic in its pricing and um, doesn't do that transaction fee and things like that, that that's really big. Yeah. So go ahead. And Website Payments Pro is a service that in- integrates with eJunkie, which b- both you and I use. And it basically, you know, without Website Payments Pro um, connected, when people sign up for, you know, to purchase a product from your uh, eJunkie account, you know, they get the option to pay by PayPal. And if you have Website Payments Pro enabled, the, they have the option to pay by PayPal, but then it's, you know, pay by credit card is an option right. at the bottom. And, and boy, right. they, they just click the go, you know, pay by credit card and it just goes through. And it's almost, ex- it's almost the same fee. As a matter of fact, I think it's usually, you know, maybe a half a percent difference, but um, it's, it's almost the same as the payments if it was actually made directly by PayPal. So you are, you do have a $30 a month fee, but right. it, the pay, the actual cost of processing one way or the other, they're pretty much identical. Mm-hmm. The the thing is is so that's website payments pro and P- website payments pro is for really doing this whole shopping cart thing, but what's included for free? Mm-hmm. All right, here's the big On one. And it's the PayPal part, right? Yes. What's okay. included for free with web with PayPal website payments pro, included with your thirty dollars a month is virtual terminal, and virtual wow. terminal basically all I do is I sign into PayPal and I say I want to collect a credit card payment. And boom, it pulls up a screen, and I simply just put in their the name on the card, the card number, expiration date, the little security code, the name that's you know all of that stuff. Just normally, like what you would do, and you fill it out, and boom, you you have their payment immediately. Wow! Immediately, and uh, it is so cool because. Um, you know, typically my consulting calls that I would do one-on-one consulting, I'd get off the phone, I'd send them a PayPal invoice and I'd set up a deal inside a high rise and I'd set a follow up to make sure that this is, you know, that this gets paid and then I would follow up and then the payment would come in and I would go close out, you know, the invoice and I would close the task that said, I mean, it, it, you know, it was a lot of extra work, but man, this week I had several consulting calls and as soon as I got off the consulting call, I said, would you like to go ahead and pay for that uh, by credit card right now? And they right. can pay by Visa, MasterCard, Deb, uh, Discover Card, or American Express. And boom, as soon as we get off the phone, the payment's done. And it's like, now to go log that call, 
I don't have to set up invoices. I don't have to set up task follow-ups. I don't have to do... It's yeah. like... It, there is a cost it, to all those things, Cliff. And, and I think that's a great example of what we're trying to communicate on our show is there is a cost to <laughs> what you're saving in uh, the fee for the service, you're losing in the time and the focus and the inconsistency and the not looking as professional. And I'm not saying you should always pay the highest price. I'm not saying that, but it's, it's, it's finding the right thing so that you can run your business the most effectively. And it's not just about you. That's the big thing I think that you recognize is sometimes you have to bite the bullet because it's what the customer needs and prefers, even if you don't. And that's why check writer is great. But at some point I'm not going to ask a major company uh, can I get your routing number? They'll be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what check number? They're like, uh, we send that to a company and they pay that. You know, like, that's not happening. So, yeah, yeah that's a good reminder. If you're doing it a volume, by all means, um, use that resource. Yeah, it, it, virtual terminal is amazing. And and here's the deal. I called that client up. By the way, this invoice, this order that they want, this $3,000 plus equipment order is sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting. And the day that I get the approval, the very first person I call is this company. And I say, hey, this is so-and-so. And remember I told you, she goes, yeah, I was I was trying, I, I, I need to try to log into that PayPal. I was gonna try to do that this afternoon. And I said, no need, I just wanna let you know, I finally just got the authorization. I can take your credit card payment by phone right now. She goes, you can, that's great. I've got the card right here. And and I'm telling you, five minutes later, I was off the phone, and I just you know received you know three thousand four hundred dollars in 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 my PayPal account, and the right. and the the order was shipped from my supplier within ten minutes from that. Right, and, and it's it's so hard because you don't know what you don't know, meaning you don't know what you're missing if you don't know that you're missing it, and and I think that a lot of us sometimes you have to. And Dan Miller does a great job of phrasing this. What are you going to do to invest in your business? I mean, business coach Justin, same thing. He talks about, you know, what are you going to do to just put it out there? Meaning I'm not going to be able to mow lawns unless I have a lawnmower. So that's obviously that's an investment, right? But what are the things that maybe, maybe one of the reasons your business isn't growing is you're not investing in that one or two key things that will move you forward, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's not buying a bunch of email addresses. That's not the kind of investment I'm talking about. But what is the tool that will allow you to manage your clients better so you get them through the shoot quicker? That means you get more clients and they're happier. You know, what are the things that you need? And I know we talk about a lot of free tools, and I love free tools. But two tools, let's bring this up too, Hootsuite and Tungle both got paid versions this week. Yes. Right? So let's just talk about that real quick. Uh, Hootsuite, uh, on the different versions, you can manage a certain amount of on the free version, I should say, it still has ads, which I never noticed the ads. But you can only have five social networks you can have on your Hootsuite account uh, in one. Otherwise, I think it's five bucks a month or something like that. Um, so are, are you going to upgrade? Uh, no. I, matter of fact, I, um, I actually had seven accounts uh, right. uh, tied to my thing, and I just knocked it down to five. Right. I only had five. If I had seven, I'd probably knock it down to five. I... I frankly am very frustrated, and, and, and someone in the chat just pointed this out. I love Tungle.me and, and, and Mark Gingra at, uh, at Tungle. You know, I love their model of whatever you've had, you'll continue to get for free. But we'll add on something else, and you can pay for that. Yes. I like that. I like that. It, it's, 
it's uh, I saw a tweet once, and the hashtag was "You can't change the rules in the middle of the game," which is the longest hashtag I've ever seen. But I feel like that's what Hootsuite did. Hey, here's a great service, and there's no limits on it. And oh yeah, by the way, now there's limits, and you have to pay. But hey, we'll give you a week or 30 days to figure it out. I mean, it's I just don't like that. Um, but anyway, that's their company. And that's the way they built it. Tungle.me or Tungle.com, they, their model was whatever we've had is free, but now will allow you to customize it and basically take the Tungle branding off of your Tungle.me page and off of your Tungle communications. So instead of Tungle branding, it'll have GSPN branding. Right. So what are your thoughts on so you said no to both of them, right? <clears throat> I said no to both for now. Um, you know, I've to be honest with you, I don't mind branding Tungle. Uh, I, I use Tungle for that service and uh, it they're a good company, they're a good brand and and in fact, um, you know, I, I, I you know, if if I put my logo on there, less people that set up an appointment with me are going to recognize this as a service of Tungle because the Tungle branding would be removed uh, because mm-hmm. I paid for it. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I majority of the people who sign up for an appointment with me actually end up sending me an email a month or two later saying, wow, I'm so thankful that you introduced me to Tungle. This is amazing. It's radically yeah, changing that's my business. It's like, we, we like Tungle. It's one of our selling points, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so. And, and I, I actually, I appreciate the Tungle decision because it's really quite simple. Five bucks a month or $50 for the year, which saves you about a dollar a month. Um, but it's like, hey, do you do... Do you want your own brand? You know, do, but that's really it's it's a simple decision. It's a branding question, yeah. right? For Hootsuite, it's not a preference thing. I mean, I have a mutual friend of ours. He had sixteen accounts, which obviously he's managing some social media for some companies and stuff. Sixteen accounts, and he's like, "What the heck? If I want to do this in seven days, I got to pay up." You know, and that's just I don't know. I I don't know if it's unique to the web space, but. I guess I just have a hard time. I mean, imagine if you were a member of a club and you showed up one day and they say, oh yeah, by the way, in seven days, um, all that stuff that was free, you know, you got to pay for that now. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, the, the thing is, here's, here's my take on Hootsuite, all right? My, my take on Hootsuite's a little bit different. I, you know, the thing is, is the service either needs to make money or it's going to have to go away eventually. Sure. You know, sure. the, companies cannot continue to operate and innovate if they don't have money coming in. I knew when I signed up for Hootsuite that they had to come up with a monetization strategy at one point or another. Right. If I were managing social media for myself and several other people and I had 17 accounts tacked in and then all of a sudden they give me a paid version that allows me to do all of that, to continue to do that at a reasonable cost that meets the value for which it provides to me, then I, I don't, I mean, so yeah, you get seven days to actually choose and, and to sign up and go for it. It's like, yeah, or to try it for free, which is nice, you know, or, or try it for free. You know, that I think that's great. And, and it, you know what, if this isn't working out for you, then, then, you know, there are the good news. There are other options outside of, you know, thing there's co-tweet and some other right. services. I and, guess the question is, did they communicate that? And I don't know this, but did they communicate? This is the thing. This is our pricing model for now. Right. I mean, it, and maybe like you and I assume that, right? Because we know like Dropio, uh-huh. the service we talked about, they they're going out of business. Yep. Right. They purchased by Facebook and X Marks almost went out of business. X Marks almost. So we understand that in this space, people can go out of business. We want them. We love companies that have monetization plan, right? Uh, also called staying open. You know. So I I understand that. I think it's just a matter of communicating with people. 
I I agree, but he, I I think there has to be some port point. There has to be at some point on the eye on the mind of the consumer that says if I am not paying for something and I'm getting something for free, I have to. If it if it's extremely important for me, it may not be the best idea for me to rely on the service. Yeah, unless I can be that, confident that they have a a method of financially continuing on with their success. Right, right, and I I just think that. Uh, I'll, I'll try to say this nicely. I think that's a more mature view of the internet than a lot of people have. Yeah. A lot of people just go, oh, it's free. It's great. And I'm like, it's free because either they're taking your information and using it or selling it, or they want to go out of business. Andy, <laughs> you know? Andy I've, got, I've got a Google Apps account, and I still use the standard version, which is their free version. Mm-hmm. All right. And it works so amazing. And right. I and I and I will tell you what there's there are several key elements of my business that to to be honest with you are completely dependent my calendar completely <laughs> yeah. dependent yeah. Yeah. my email Absolutely. completely dependent yeah. my my yeah. docs all my spreadsheets now I'm backing those up weekly but still mm-hmm. I mean it, it I mean my daily I, so what I'm saying though is that Google Apps for me is worth $149 a month. Mm. But I'm still not paying anything just because they've not forced me to do so. But the thing is, is if all of a sudden they got rid of the standard version and say, Cliff, you know, we're no longer offering the standard version. You have to upgrade to your uh, premier account or you can move over to our free Gmail services. Right. All right. I can't be upset or angry about that. Does that make sense? I, I at least in my own I st- mind, I still think it's because you have a more mature view of the way that companies exist on the net. Yeah, I mean, I just you know they they exist on the net because they either get information. I mean, why when I why, why is it when I go to Google.com and I type in a search term, they don't go well that'll that'll be a dollar. Yeah, because they're using that, right? Yeah, they're using that information, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's. Where they're creating ad space and that pays for the, I mean, I think it's funny because it's like, you wouldn't, you would never walk into a business and go, Hey, they give out free water. That's all that business does. They just give out free water. (laughs) You know, I just go there and I get free water. That's all that, that's their business model. They give away free water. (laughs) No, they don't. No one gives away free water. Even if it's a city public water fountain, someone paid for that with their taxes. And yet with the internet, it's like, Oh, it's just a free service, you know? And I'm fine with a free service going to a paid as long as you've communicated somewhere down the line to me, uh, unless you have, again, a more mature view of the internet. It's like, um, this is free for now, you know? That, that's, um, that's, that's what I think. From now on, I don't think there should be any more free online services. They're free at this current time. Yeah. <laughs> that's you right. You know, a, a built-in asterisk, you know? Yeah. For, for the longest time, GSPN, every single episode GSPN ever produced was free but then yeah. there became a time where cliff either said eh, i'm either going to go into podcasting full-time or i'm going to have to quit podcasting so i could really focus back on my career in insurance which is you know pretty much withering away to nothing because you know i, it's I just, don't care i don't care anymore <laughs> uh because i'm focused all my time and energy and attention on on podcasting but uh you know i decided to go this route and all of a sudden guess what i did i started to introduce some paid versions and stuff so what do you know it it worked and i had i had three people very upset (laughs) (laughs) you know very upset three people very upset 
exactly. Larry, Curly, and Mo were very upset. All three of them. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. but, you know, I, I, I guess I, I, I think maybe that's probably where a lot of my my attitude comes is because I, I do understand. I, I'm somebody who is providing services to the well to the web. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, and you have that model. I mean, frankly, that's your model. I mean, it's my model too. You know, how does it, Andy? I've had people, so many people ask me, how do you make money? Yep. <laughs> you know, how do you make money? And I show proficiency in so many areas that someone says, hey, my, my, my business could use some help in that area. And they hire me to do that. You know, or they like how I bring a voice to my business. Can you help me do that to my business? You know, to their business. And so uh, yours is a little more clear. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think we both have the same model, which is we try to give as much as we can so that that draws people um, to our paid services. And yeah. And it's working. Hey, just want to let people know that on the iPad and the iPhone, you can now update and edit Google Docs. Did you know that? I did. I haven't used it yet. It's it nice works. To know it's by Google, not third-party application. You by just Google. go to your Safari browser, open up one of your Google Docs. Up on the right-hand side, you'll see a little edit button. And by golly, you can edit. And it isn't even in real time. So if you have it opened on the desktop as well, you can actually see yourself typing into it. Yeah. It is really, really awesome stuff. Glad to have that there. And I uh, just want to share two things. Number one, yesterday, I, well, actually the last couple of days, I've been very busy, but uh, yesterday I delivered products, my friend. <laughs> Check it out, podcastanswerman.com slash products. I added uh, the thesis tutorial and my inside the studio tutorial and created product pages where, get this, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash thesis, you get the first two of the eight web videos for free on the site. So just to demonstrate all the information that's there. And then if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash studio setup, you get the best, the one with the most information for free to, to, to demo, to see what's all in that, in that webinar as well. So I love it, man. Having great, a great time. And uh, on December 4th, I am going to be doing a webinar on how I do the webinars and also I'm going to give you, uh, you know, we spent two episodes talking about creating digital products. I'm actually going to spend two hours that day teaching step-by-step showing screen-by-screen how I do it. And where do I sign up for that one? Uh, Just go to podcastanswerman.com and on the right-hand side, you'll see a little banner where you can sign up for that. Is that how to host a successful webinar? Yes, and that's actually eventually going to change. It's going to be something about uh, uh, effective webinars and creating digital, digital products. Uh, yeah. So I, I've got a, it's on my to-do list to change the branding of that webinar, but yeah, it's going to okay. include, and there's early bird pricing on that too, folks. So get it by November 19th. It's a better deal. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, that's tomorrow. So get in there oh. while you can. Oh, clicking. I'm clicking right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am. Awesome. So, Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in. We're not going to be here next week. We want to say thank you and uh, have a happy, very happy Thanksgiving. For those of you here in the States, Andy, we'll talk uh, to everybody in two weeks, right? Two weeks. Two weeks, my friends. Until then, we ask you to join the community.